Joining us in the studio is the mayor of Collingwood, Brian Saunderson. Great to have you back, Brian. Good morning, John. And Councillor Tina Comey is back. Good morning. Great to have you both here. Uh, let's start with uh, Tina. Of course, this Friday, March 8th, is International Women's Day. And I understand that the town of Collingwood is marking that day uh, with a with a ma- rather major event. Absolutely. We are so thrilled. This will be the first time Collingwood is celebrating and recognizing International Women's Day. And, you know, I want to start off by thanking Mayor Saunderson, CAO Amin, Clerk Almas uh, for welcoming the initiative. Mm. To be honest, I was a little nervous approaching it at first, and I sort of had a mental backup plan of what we could do <laughs> if it didn't work out. And it was the complete opposite, fully supportive, and they've put together a fantastic lineup of events. It comes at a good time because I think, if, if I'm correct, historically, this is the most amount of... Uh, women counselors we've had at any given time in Collingwood. That's correct. We have five uh, fantastic mm-hmm. female counselors. I think it's really great because, you know, they're also diverse yeah. in age and experience, and that's important as well. Absolutely. What's the celebration of International Women's Day going to look like for Collingwood? Yeah. Well, it's a very cool event. It's happening in the morning, and what we have is a, a panel discussion of, uh, again, featuring some fantastic women, local women. We have everyone from Mayor Lynn Dolan. Uh, we have Nora Holder from the hospital. We have uh, Nalusha from the Y. It's moderated by Heather Coral. And what we're looking to do is talk about that work-life balance Mm. that so many women, you know, working women, moms who are at home with children, women in general face. And uh, I think it's going to be great. It's going to start with some coffee and some nibbles and then some talking and then a lunch. And then after the lunch, we're going to head over to the library for a one o'clock flag raising. Nice. Again, the town has done this fantastic thing. They've sort of uh, transformed uh, the town's logo, the colors, Mm -hmm. uh, to purple, which is the symbol. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Very cool. So we're just thrilled. And that one o'clock flag raising is open to the public. We have local schools. School's coming down, and I encourage everyone. It would be phenomenal to have this great turnout. We know it's March 8th. What time does all of it start, and do you need to have tickets for this? You know what you do, and it is sold out. Oh, wow. Yes, I know. It's sold out very quickly, and again, we're thrilled. It's Mm -hmm. our first year, so we'll take that as a good sign. That's a great sign. Yeah, it really is. Now, you don't need tickets for the 1 o'clock flag raising, so um, please, anyone who's available, men, women, you know, as many as possible, please come join us. Well, uh, looking forward to that. I think it uh, sounds like an exciting event, something that I think you'll be able to grow on now. Obviously, if it's sold out immediately, we look for a bigger venue next year. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, it does benefit. Our benefactor is my friend's house. And yes. uh, they, they will be present and they'll be present saying a few words at the flag raising as well. I know that we're going to be talking with them uh, tomorrow about uh, their involvement in this. They're very excited about it. Uh, it. It is a wonderful organization in our community. Another wonderful organization in our community, of course, is the uh, Simcoe Paramedic Services. I know, uh, Amir Saunderson, you were there for the unveiling or the opening of the of the new uh, the new station, it looks fantastic. Yes, it's uh, it is fantastic, and uh, the county it's it's just a shining example of the uh, partnership between the upper and lower tier 
governments with Simcoe County running the paramedics and getting the provincial funding uh, that they then spread out throughout the county and uh, by increasing to five bays it will increase our response time uh, and have a, a ripple effect really throughout the county in terms of making our, our ambulance and paramedic service more nimble and responsive. So it's great to get it opened and uh, it's although it's adjacent to our historical district, our heritage district, they uh, they actually received a heritage award because they re- redid the uh, the scoping and the scaling of the building to make it match in. So it's beautiful. I understand building. it wasn't necessarily their idea at the beginning, but they're happy to have done it. Well, you know, the town made some... <laughs> Very good suggestions, yes. and they saw the wisdom in those. Got to say, though, you know, the county, you got to give them credit. They built a paramedic station for marginally more than we've built a bus shelter. Well, uh, I actually don't know the budget numbers. <laughs> um, I think it was slightly more than that. Maybe a little bit but, more. Uh, because, uh, but actually, a very interesting story out of it all is that the uh, paramedics uh, created, uh, as opposed to hydraulic doors, yes. which when the power goes out will not work, right. they created air-powered doors, so they will go out in a power failure, and uh, they are so quiet and very, very quick. They've also expanded the bays, which I thought was really uh, you know, thinking ahead. Uh, right now, they have two trucks, but instead of just building two bays, they built four. One for an extra truck in case one breaks down. They've never had that option before. And, of course, they're going to need another one in not too many long years. No, absolutely. Uh, you, you know, with the growth pressures we're under and the region is under, uh, it, it made uh, imminent sense to do that, to, to grow the footprint uh, so that we're really uh, in a good place for, I'd say, the next 30 years. On again, off again, all kinds of discussion about uh, the selling of the airport, but it looks like all that's been done. The teaser dotted, the eyes are crossed. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this process started quite a while ago, and we went through uh, the bid process with the uh, with a consultant, outside consultant, as opposed to a real estate agent, and um, we had a winning uh, proponent, uh, Winter, Winterland Developments, back in July. There were some bumps along the way, but the that initial deal has concluded for the same price of $4.1 million. Uh, there was one particular operating agreement that was uh, posing some issues, and so we have agreed to put $300,000 of that set aside in what we call a holdback in a trust fund mm-hmm. for a period of five years to assist uh, the uh, Winterland and the uh, operator in uh, reaching a resolution to that. Okay. Uh, you know, it, 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 we, you didn't go to a real estate agent because a lot of people are saying just the land alone was probably worth a lot more than what we've sold it for. But you went to a different route. Is that because you wanted to make sure the people who bought it were the right people? Is, is that a consideration more than just the price? Absolutely. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's been common ground throughout uh, the region that this is a large economic driver, has the potential to be a large economic driver. Um, and uh, we recognize the value of that. So stripping down the land and selling it off uh, on an agricultural basis, could you have uh, received more money? Uh, possibly. Uh, but I think the airport is... is but we would have been without awesome. an airport in Well, Columbia. exactly. You would have to close the airport to do that. And uh, in this case, we, we were very adamant that the airport continue as an airport. So they are to operate the airport uh, as an airport for 10 years. And if they don't, then the town has the opportunity to buy it back. Uh, moreover, we wanted an investment plan. So in the, in the way that we structured this deal... Uh, 60% of the waiting was on the purchase price, 40% was on the business plan and we wanted to make sure that the airport was sold to the strongest uh, proponent with the best capital plan to move this forward to make sure that uh, this airport can literally take off in the future because it does have the potential to become an extremely valuable regional driver for us. Uh, it, it, 
speaking of deals, I know the uh, judicial, Collingwood Judicial Inquiry is talking about how the deal went down, but regardless, it did. We've got a big check to cash for EPCOR, and uh, have we had made any plans, any headway as to where that money's going to go? Well, the council received a staff report, and the next process is to have public meetings to get input from the public. So we were creating kind of a framework to mm-hmm. guide that discussion. Uh, the good news, John, is we're... Uh, we're finalizing the uh, adjustments uh, for closing, and it appears that we will be receiving in excess of $16 million. So that's uh, over double the initial $8 million uh, sale price for the first 50,000 uh, or 50% uh, uh, shares. So I think that that is a real win for Collingwood. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at the sale proceeds from the airport, which will be closing uh, in the next uh, 10 to 12 business days, uh, that means that Collingwood has approximately $19 million. Uh, so this is a very large discussion and a critical discussion. And as we've said throughout, uh, these funds are available one time. So we need to invest them in the most optimal way for our community and uh, sprinkle them across significant uh, projects or reserves or create something like a legacy or community foundation uh, that will empower our, our, our citizens not only to have a vehicle to invest in the community, but also to attract investment. Any plan to earmark some of those dollars to pay for the inquiry that we don't really know how much it's going to cost? Uh, that probably will come up in the discussion. And uh, again, uh, really all options are on the table and uh, we're looking for public input and uh, that will be uh, critical and we'll certainly be getting that out when when and how that takes place, but it will be shortly coming out. And the other thing, while we're on the number uh, topic of do- numbers and dollars, mm-hmm. we are into the, our budget process now. There was an SIC on Monday. There'll be another SIC meeting tomorrow at the library in rooms B and C, I think between nine and it's it's a full day deal tomorrow and so we certainly invite people out we'll be getting more into the weeds on the budget uh, uh, preliminary uh, review of the budget is that it will be I think a very positive budget from the taxpayers perspective um, and uh, in terms of the uh, whether or not there's an increase uh, uh, but there's some larger issues like uh, you may recall the last council enacted the uh, 0.75% capital levy, mm-hmm. and that is to put uh, money into our capital reserves for our asset management plan. It looks like that money, uh, we may need to look at increasing that amount to keep on schedule now that we've gone through the inventory of our assets and their condition. Um, so there, there'll be lots of uh, important issues for discussion, uh, and we will be looking for public input, and I certainly invite everyone out tomorrow. Uh, but it is a positive budget, and uh, we really we have a lot on our plate right now. So it's a busy time for council, and we certainly invite <laughs> the public to come out and watch. Councillor Comey, this is your first time sitting around the table doing a, a, a municipal budget. Uh, what did you think? Oh, my goodness. It's certainly a lot of reading, and uh, even had to pop into shoppers and get a pair of, like, reading glasses. <laughs> and to really just to bring in all the numbers and highlighters. But I think it's so important to, for that public input, as yes. Mayor Saunderson said. We absolutely need to hear hear from you because you might be sitting at home or reading in the paper and feel so passionate about something mm. in particular. Why don't we have this washroom or yes. why isn't this better? Now is the time. Please help us advocate for the things that are important to you and your family. Like, you know what? Very good point. I, I don't think you should have the right to complain if you haven't done the work to put some input in. That's right. And, That's and there's lots rule. of ways to do it, right? <laughs> there's there's email. We're, yeah. we're welcoming you at the library. And I believe the following Thursday as well, there's going to be a coffee with the council session. So please don't be shy. And even reaching out to your counselors, if you exactly. have a counselor you know or feel more comfortable talking to, uh, they can get the information in for you. 
Abs- that's exactly mm. the point. That's right. Don't don't worry about how you say it or the format or, or speaking. You know, it's a very welcoming council. Everybody's uh, made to feel uh, welcome and comfortable and in, in have your have your say. For the most part, council meetings are going very well. Uh, well, I I think so. Yes, and uh, certainly what I'm hearing from the public. Uh, I mean, we don't always need to agree. In fact, we, we well, welcome the discussion. I kind of hope discussion. that you don't always yeah, agree. Exactly. That's so right. you want that discussion around the table. And I think people, I, I, I was talking about this with my wife last night, there is a bit of crisis in, uh, I think, uh, in Canadian politics or just North American politics generally. And, mm. uh, and I think the way to kind of burst that cynical bubble is to step out and get engaged and get your input in. We certainly want to hear from all our residents. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's, it's part of a larger discussion. And from that, decisions will be made. But if considerations aren't put on the table, uh, and at the end of the day, you don't think that consideration was given fair uh, consider fair um, uh, examination, mm. you know, uh, like you say, it's tough to complain if you didn't put it out there first. So we want we want to engage people in the dialogue. Hollywood Mayor Brian Saunderson, thank you for joining us. Thanks, John. Councillor Tina Comey, thank you, and we'll see you Friday for International Women's awesome. Day. Awesome, thank you so much.